0: In your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart, and so is justified. And one confesses with the mouth, and so is saved. The scripture says, no one who believes in him will be put to shame. There is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all, enriching all who call upon him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him in whom they have not believed, and how can they believe in him of whom they have not heard, and how can they hear without someone to preach, and how can people preach unless they are sent, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. But not everyone has heeded the good news, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what was heard from us, thus faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the word of Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Certainly they did, for their voice has gone forth to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. The word of the Lord. The judgments of the Lord are true and all of them are just. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The decree of the Lord is trustworthy, giving wisdom to the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The command of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eye. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true, all of them just. They are more precious than gold, than a heap of purest gold, sweeter also than syrup or honey from the comb. Alleluia, alleluia. Come after me, says the Lord, and I will make you fishers of men. The Lord be with you reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. The gospel of the Lord. At once they left their nets and followed him. Now we can believe it really happened that way. It is a real story. But we can also believe that there was some backstory that led up to the calling of these two sets of brothers on the Sea of Galilee. You see, it is difficult for some to believe that Christ just showed up and said, follow me, and the future apostles, without ever seeing him before, said, okay. Andrew and John were disciples of John the Baptist. We were told that in the first chapter of John. Did that mean they were living with the Baptist out in the desert? No. John baptized outside of Jericho 20 miles east of Jerusalem, 80 miles or so south of where Andrew and John lived. However, a Jew had to go to Jerusalem three times a year for the feasts. Pilgrims from Galilee would have inevitably run into the Baptist. Some would get baptized and some would come to regard themselves as his followers, perhaps becoming benefactors or assistants at times. The day the Baptist saw Christ approach the Jordan River, he said, Behold, there he is, the Lamb of God. And when Andrew and John followed Christ, he turned and asked, What are you looking for? That's quite a question if you think about it. What are you looking for? Like everyone else, you were looking for the truth the answer to the mystery of life. St. Andrew the Apostle is known as the protoclete, from the Greek meaning first called. He is Christ's first disciple. But as with the Baptist, Andrew and the others did not go to work right away for Christ. No, they had jobs, businesses, families. They would see and listen to Christ when time and their businesses allowed. And the more and more they listened, the more they got caught up in Christ's net. This was their period of discovery and discernment in which they used their faith and reason to get to the truth. See, Christ never asked us to have blind faith. No, Christianity is a rational enterprise buttressed by faith. Throughout this period of discovery, these men who would go on to become Christ's first priest most likely kept hearing Christ's question in their heads. What are you looking for? After that, they then heard a voice that said, Follow me. The voice in their head got louder and was heard more frequently as time went on. Then perhaps, without advertising it, these men started making arrangements so that their families and businesses would be taken care of in the event they were called away for some reason. The reason, of course, was Christ. And when he went down to the lake and said, follow me, these men did. You see, the voice they heard on the lake that said, follow me, was the same exact voice they had been hearing in their heads. So they left their jobs and families and started working exclusively for Christ. Now, some of this homily is conjecture on my part, so you don't have to believe it. But this is what happened to me. The voice becomes louder and more frequent to the point that it cannot be shut off. And how could it be shut off? The voice is the truth, the answer to the mystery of life. So the decision is made to drop the net and become a fisher of men, following the lead of the protoplete, the first called, St. Andrew. It is a real story.